Pod dog. Not to be confused with pod dog. <laughs> it's pod dog. I'm Jamie. And I'm Charlotte. And you're listening to With, with Relish. Relish. Our pod dog, Echo, who's my fair baby, just joined us in the studio, otherwise known as my workroom. Yeah. We are surrounded by lots of beautiful things. I think, like, I don't know, whenever I listen to fun podcasts and stuff, I'm like, are they in a recording studio? Are they around the dining room table? What does it look like? So we'll describe it for you. I'll also take a photo later of the less messy part. (laughs) Um, so there are travel posters, there are Polaroids, there's a string of fairy lights that look like cocktail umbrellas. I can see photos of me. There's, there's photos of Charlotte. Uh, there's a couple of my colored wigs on little stands. There's a lot of stuff going on in here. We're in Jamie's um, sewing room. She is a very talented seamstress. No. So we've got some fun like mannequins and stuff. Yeah, we've got some mannequins. It's a cozy little space. It is. I like yeah. it. Okay. Great so, intro. Great intro. <laughs> so, I'm Jamie. And I'm Charlotte. And you're listening to... With Relish. Relish. I just realized we forgot to do that on the last episode. That's okay. No, it's but it, like, it's built into the intro anyway. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so we literally don't have to say it every time. But oh, I great. love saying it. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I don't know how this works. So, before we get into the temptations of jellified flesh that we'll be talking about this week, I have a corrections corner. Yes. I'm actually super excited about this because being corrected is an opportunity for learning. And I freaking love learning. Maybe we should call it the learning lounge. Maybe. Yeah. I I totally call it the learning lounge. I love that. Okay. Learning lounge. Anywho, in episode one, I said that the Mormons in Utah loved Jello and had lots of wives. Oh, God. Uh, this is not accurate. Thanks, Wikipedia. So a lovely Mormon lady named Sarah strolled on over to our IG and very patiently explained that mon- mainstream Mormons do not practice polygamy. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, we Sarah. We loved your comment. So I looked at some more websites. Rooters.com stated that the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, as the Mormon faith is formerly known, banned polygyny, which is men taking multiple wives, in 1890. Hmm. Apparently, 40,000 breakaway fundamentalist Mormons, with air quotes, in Utah and nearby states still practice polygamy illegally, as well as the many excommunicated Mormons in polygamous marriages who still identify with the faith. That mainstream Mormons are all about that one life. Blah, 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 Words, girlfriend. Maybe we could cut that bit out. We probably won't. That's fine. Uh, but mainstream Mormons are all about that one wife life. So. I love that. Yeah. One you do you. Life. So a big thank you to Sarah for teaching me stuff. I'm sorry I made sweeping inaccurate statements about your religion. And I'm super glad that you corrected me. Yay. Yay for learning, learning, learning Lounge. Lounge. We're calling it Learning Lounge, I think. Yeah. I like it. I think it's sweet. Learning Lounge. Yeah. Fun. Oh, my gosh. So, like, what are we talking about today? Okay. Okay. 
Come gals, you are not ready for this jelly because this week we're digging into jelly that is just nasty. I mean, are they ever not nasty? Well, this is like the great granddaddy of all other nasty jellies. Okay. Hit it. Meat jelly. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Love it. Uh, so for this episode of Fleshy Delights, I pulled info from our pal Wikipedia, theflashback.com, and thedailymail.com. We love Wikipedia and all its inaccuracy sometimes. Like, what would we do without random strangers who don't have qualifications giving us information on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> so at some point in time, prior to the Middle Ages, some long-dead person realized that boiled meat broth congeals. Uh, if you've ever made boil up or meat stock, you will know this. Just goes all like gloopy on the top, especially. They then took this congealed meat ooze, clarified it with egg whites, threw some rando meat chunks in it, and proudly announced that they'd invented aspic. Wait, they put raw egg whites in? They clarified it with egg whites. Oh. I'm not going to pretend I know how that works. Okay, no, that's. No, I just. I, I think just... they do that with. Some wine and stuff as That's well. Gross. Carry on. Um, so they invented aspic, jelly's savory meat stock based ancestor. And thus the Dark Ages commenced. <laughs> and then as if this wasn't bad enough, in the early nineteenth century, some crazy French dude named Marie Antoine Carin, which I probably said completely wrong, but deal with it. Uh, came up with Chaufroid. Chaufroid is French for hot cold, and Marie used it to describe foods that he cooked hot and served cold. I like it. Straightforward, to the point. He wasn't fucking around with a name. He's just like, was hot, is now cold. I love it. So, like, no fucking around. No fucking around. Um, It seems like the guy just wanted to prep really early for a dinner party, so he didn't have to do anything on the night. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so my jam. <laughs> he was like, I did this yesterday, I and it was hot there. I like, doing my hair. <laughs> yeah. And our buddy Marie, he loved aspic. He used it as a packaging, a flavorant. Is that a word? Flavorant? A flavorant. Flavorant. Hmm. We're going to say it's a word. Uh, and a sauce. He poured it over all kinds of fish and chicken dishes to make them meatier and them. Um, Shinier? Ugh. Like glossy? Ugh. Flavorant is totally a word, by yes. the way. You know when like someone says something like that to you and you really go, uh, wait, um, is, it? is it? And like really weird stuff that you're like, I know it's a word. Why am I questioning whether it's but a word? why is it a word? <laughs> it's totally a word. <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing shiny food was fancy. Is shiny food's still fancy? I think so. I, I, dessert. Shininess, it's fancy when you put like a nice mirror glaze. Totally. And like, I think of like shiny chocolates and like glaze. Yeah, I just don't really feel like a fish fillet is in the same category. No, no. It was back then. Okay, I like it. So, Old Marie's aspect sauce acted kind of like a squishy cling film that preserved food while possibly making it taste like boiled pork. And he then served these meat-covered delights on cold plates because God forbid that your sauce melts into a liquid form before you eat it. Charlotte's, like, pulled her head back into her neck somehow (laughs) and is making the most horrified face. I feel like a snake. 
I'm being a snake you, right now. Oh, see, I thought you kind I, of were like a turtle. You're just like pulling your neck back, my neck's in. back into its shell. Yeah, I'm, I need to take a selfie like this. I'm going to take a selfie so you guys can see what my face is like. Beautiful. <laughs> um, now, if you're hoping that cold fish covered in meaty jelly slime is as bad as this is going to get, you're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> because mid-century America came to the party, and it bought unimaginable horrors. We're talking a whole prune-stuffed pork roast ensconced in a gelatinous coffin level of horror. The prune-stuffed pork roast sounds like I don't eat a lot of pork, but it actually sounds yum. Like I feel like that'd be stuffed and like sweet and yummy, but like... In a gelatin that coffin. sentence, I'm not okay with. Decorated anyway. with slices of radish and Shut capsicum. <laughs> or we've got a quivering spam, pineapple juice and sweet pickle kind of a horror. A quivering spam. Mm-hmm. Just, you could have just stopped there and Spice I would have been, been good. Yeah. Or an olives, tin tuna and cottage cheese and lime jelly variety of horror. Like, I don't even like tuna out of a can. I'm certainly not going to eat tuna out of a can put in lime jelly. Yeah, I'm not going to be sleeping tonight. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Next time you try and eat a healthy tuna salad for lunch, think of this. Gross. Now, I understand that people need to be budget conscious and eat leftovers. I'm like a leftover queen. But you know how I eat my leftovers? How? Not in a fucking flesh fat jelly. I just fucking eat them by themselves. I eat them in Tupperware. How do you eat them? How do you eat your leftovers? In a flesh fat jelly. Gross. Can I get that on a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you want that on a t-shirt? Please let me know because sometimes I feel like I am a flesh fat jelly. That is so disgusting. I identify with it, but I don't want to eat it. That's kind of how I felt at the wedding we were at last night. It was so hot. It was I had really such a hot. tight dress on. Jamie and I just real quick. We went to a wedding last night. It was beautiful, but my God, it was so hot. We were just like little sausages of sweat. We were just sweat sausages. We were just laughing because it was hot. Really sassy. Tight wiggle dresses. dresses. We looked great. We felt like we were walking saunas. Felt like a sweaty pork roast, but that's okay. Anyway, carry on, mate. (laughs) So now that we're all feeling nice and nauseous, I'm going to hit you with some meaty aspic facts. Yay, lay them on thick. Yep. So aspic can be made from any kind of meat, including chicken or fish. Although our fishy friends aren't quite collagen-y enough and require double boiling or added gelatin, preferably in the form of a boiled cow's hoof. I'm just like, I just think of like double boiling a fish and I'm like, there's nothing left. The oh, smell yeah, of double boiling a fish. Apart from that, but like you double boil a fish is so soft. It's such a soft meat. Ugh. It would just be a soup. It's just gross. Yeah, it's, it's just gross. Yes, it's nasty. It's nasty. Um, a detailed recipe for aspic is found in Le Viandier. I don't know how to say this. Say it again. It, say it for me. I'm going to say it how it's spelt. Can I see? Which is Lee Viandier. I'm going to show this to Charlotte. I think you've said it correctly. Lee Viandier. Maybe. I think it sounds really nice. We're saying it how we spell it. We're trying, and that's important. Um, This cookbook was written in or around 1375. Well, damn, So this is one old-ass food. Yeah, that's awesome. It's super, super old. And you think aspect, you're like, 
surely there's just one kind of aspic. Oh, no. Oh, wait, what? No, there is three different stiffnesses of aspic. (laughs) Jamie just locked eyes with me and she said (laughs) stiffness and I just lost my shit. Okay, tell me about these these three types, please. There is delicate aspic, flexible aspic, and inedible aspic. Now, personally, I think they're all inedible, but hey, each to their own. Yeah. So delicate aspic is obviously soft, horrible, and melty. Mm. Mm. It's like a sauce aspic. That's mm. your chaud freud. Oh god. Your it, sounds, it just sounds silky. Like I don't yeah. know why. But. Yeah. So delicate aspic is a soft, delicate, very melty aspic. Mm. Then you've got flexible aspic, which is stiffer, made in a mold, and obviously can be sliced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's like your standard aspect that you see coming out of a mold, and it's got olives and tuna and something else fucking terrible in it. Just all the goodness right yeah. in one dish. What more could you ask for? What more could you possibly want? And unsurprisingly, inedible aspect is aspect. 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 <laughs> inedible aspect is inedible. You cannot eat it. But, like, what? <laughs> it's usually for decoration or, um... What, I wanna... can't think of another use for it, like, gluing carpet tiles down. Actually, like... It... I don't know. No, but, like, I'm just thinking, like, inedible aspect. Like, is it super, super strong and you just use it for, like, homeware stuff? Like, me? Do you just... I don't really understand the point of it. I, maybe we should just, like, make some. Yeah, like, maybe it was for, like, a fancy centerpiece. That's what You'd I'm make, thinking. like, an aspect statue of the president. Right. And maybe you, like, sculpt it into something or carve something out of it. I don't know if you could carve it, but I reckon you could definitely mold it. That is super Maybe if you, had, like, had a restaurant and you wanted an aspect centerpiece that would last for, like, a month. Right. You made it out of an edible aspect. How interesting. I had no I thought all this is just was edible. I'm so. just completely making up these uses for it. I That's have no idea why you would have it, but... If anyone knows thing. or like knows what you use an edible aspect for, I mean, obviously we've got our friend Google here, but but we... it's more fun to ask you. It is. <laughs> Tell us stuff. And in the words of the great Zimbo, if it's not edible, it shouldn't be on the plate. Exactly. So an edible aspect can get in the bin. Mm. And also, if you don't know who Zimbo was, he's a really awesome Australian dessert chef. He's got a series called Sugar Rush on Netflix. We're not getting paid to say this, but I really like to watch it when I'm tired. Netflix should sponsor us. They should. Zimbo should just give us some cake because he's the fucking bomb digger. I would eat his cake in a heartbeat. Mm-mm-mm. You don't even need to say anything. I can <laughs> see your eyes. <laughs> I was going to say something really filthy. And I, I was like, I feel like. I know you. <laughs> I baited you and you did not give in. I didn't. I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm not going to sexually harass Zimbo on my podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, That's yeah, it's a great show, and I find it greatly amusing, and it's some really cool 
There's dead ideas on there. It is. So, it's super inspirational. But it show. makes me really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, it's definitely one of those shows where you're like, I need something sweet in front of me. Otherwise, I need a fucking donut now. Yeah, like covered in sugar. Yeah. No, I don't want it covered in sugar. I, I want it covered in sugar. Oh, no, I want like a caramel delight donut from Krispy Kreme. Oh, that sounds real good. Yeah, my fucking jam. I think it's just because the other night at my work party, we had a donut wall and it was mm. so much fun and it had like cinnamon, the most incredible soft cinnamon yeah. sugar donuts and I was just like... Totally getting a Lamington after the... Mm-hmm. Gonna walk to the shop. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we've so digressed onto sweet Okay, anyway. Such a sweet anyway. Um, if for some reason you want to get jiggly with a meat jelly, you can still find them in modern day. Charlotte's eyebrows are up. I'm really intrigued. Her eyes are blinking. I'm so, awake. Yeah, you're awake. And you're like, oh god, these things still exist. So you can find a meat jelly in the form of like a pork brawn. Oh, okay. Which is that weird shit you see in the deli that kind of looks like really solid dog food. Yeah. I know the stuff. Yeah, I never really understood why, but it's just like chopped up as a pork in some really solid aspect. You slice it up and do something with it. You can see it in like the deli section. In the deli section, and it comes in like a log, like a dog food. Yeah, and you can sort of see it's like pre-sliced, and it's got like cubes, kind of like cathedral jelly. Yeah. Like savory cathedral jelly. Yeah. So that's from Europe. They still fucking love that shit. You can get a jellied eel. <laughs> I definitely knew that still exists. Yeah, that's from England. Mm-hmm. It's a traditional English food, jellied eel. And, like, I can feel my stomach trying to crawl back up my throat and out of my mouth when yeah. I say that. Um, Jacques Pion. I've definitely said that wrong because I don't speak Korean. I'm really sorry. Uh, is a cow or pig head and trotter jelly in Korean. Oh, Huh. Um, big big fans of that apparently. And Taka is a beef jelly, and Sanya Kuna is a fish aspic in Nepal. How interesting! So this is this is not a thing of the past. No, it's still like widely sort of eaten. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, like, part um, of it's not science. something that we are really that exposed to here in the antipodes. Mm. Maybe because it's hotter here. Yeah. I know, I feel like it's really hot in Nepal and Korea sometimes. But also, like, New Zealand in particular. We don't preserve a lot of meat. No, and also, like, we're all from, like, the UK. Yeah. And Europe. Like, we don't... Well, we have a lot of internet... We're a very diverse country. We are. And I'm sure you can buy these things. But we personally didn't grow up with them. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's not like something that's ingrained in our culture, culture. or cuisine or yeah. like our history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like we totally know about like you know jellied eels and things like that, but it's just not something that's super. Prepared. Like I don't yeah. know anyone who cooks. No, cooks? well the most Make I know is like jams eels? and preserves and like pickled like things like that. Like it's yeah, not- like I know how to preserve veggies, but I've never tried to preserve a meat. Yeah, no, neither. It's not something that we really do so that's really interesting and if you eat any of these things please leave us a voice message or any kind of message on instagram in our dms and tell us what it's like how do you eat it what do you eat it with are there special occasions that you eat it on or is it just like your lunch every day yeah we love i want to know like that and we love like talking about it with you guys and like sharing what we 
get told and I don't know it's so fun yeah so if this is actually really delicious please tell us and tell us what you eat it with and how you eat it and how you make it like we want to know about your meat jelly yes yes and also like if we pronounce things wrong which I have guaranteed (laughs) then we can talk about it in our learning lounge I love the learning lounge I feel like it's a kids show the learning lounge yeah it's cute I like it um so yeah you can still buy a whole lot of meat jellies, or if you're feeling really into it, you could attend the annual, I'm just going to say this how it's spelled, Coxonia oh. Festival in oh. Northern Hungary. I'm sorry, what was it called? The Coxonia Festival. Can I see how it's spelled? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, it does say Coxonia. It says Coxonia. It's otherwise known as the Meat Jelly Festival amazing that this kind of thing still exists this is actually a relatively modern festival yeah so koksanya is a hungarian meat jelly similar to aspic and it's traditionally made from pork parts like ears and pigtails and pig potatoes pig potatoes pig potatoes what's that it's a trotter oh. it's a little baby foot Oh, Lord. Pig potato. Okay. But it All sounds right. way cuter when it you call sounds... it a pig potato than it... a trotter. I was going to say, it sounds real cute and sweet, but I'm worried about what that is. A pig potato <laughs> uh, and pork skin. It's flavored with red pepper, salt, black pepper, garlic, hot red pepper, and onion. So it's peppery. This shit is peppery. It's hot. Um, the festival, founded, festival was founded in 1999. So not that long ago. But, like, still going strong. Yeah, so Hungarians must still freaking love pegging out. See what I did there? I see what you On some jellied meat. And the best part is there's a whole legend around this Coxonia meat jelly. Do you want to hear a meat jelly legend? Yeah, I'm, like, waiting. I'm, like, patiently sitting here, like, tell me more. Okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. Story time. So Hungarians have a legend about a careless waiter who didn't realize that a frog had jumped into the coxonia he was preparing. Oh. And he then left the dish in a cellar in order to congeal it. The waiter then served the meat jelly with the frog still inside, which, the legend says, was still blinking. What? This gave rise to the expression, blinks like a frog in the miskolk meat jelly, to describe a glazed look of dumbfounded surprise. That is hilarious. So if you're just like, like you were earlier in the episode, just staring and like blinking in shock, you are blinking like a frog stuck in a meat jelly. I literally am. <laughs> Can we please start using this? This is yeah. hilarious. Um, that's our new logo. It's a frog blinking in a meat jelly. It's going to be a gif. I want that so <laughs> badly. But also, like, how hilarious is that story? Like, what a hilarious... Like, how did you not notice there was a frog in it? I don't get it. I, but like, I guess maybe the cellar was really badly lit. Yeah, I think so too. And also, like, did someone then eat the frog? Did the frog just sit there, like, dead, obviously, in the jelly? Well, like, not because it's still blinking. But, like, was it really blinking? Maybe, I how mean... How long was that congealing for? Well, no, because there are frogs that basically go into stasis when it gets cold. True. And they're still they're alive. Just chilling out so there. he was probably just like feeling a bit sleepy and he's like stayed still long enough in this nice moist jelly. Yeah. That it set around him and then he was just like bloop, bloop. Just like hanging out. Bloop, it was keeping bloop. him nice and like moist too. Yeah. You know how frogs need to be like somewhere damp? Yeah, so he was moist and then he was suddenly like, Oh shit, can't move. I'm stuck. 
and we're stuck in this jelly. Like, That's so oh funny. No. I hope someone like didn't serve him up and like eat him whole. I hope they didn't eat him. <laughs> I want to know if it was like a big frog or a little cute frog. Same, or like a really green one. I feel like it had big bulgy like winky eyes. A toad. It's probably a toad. It was not a toad. A warty one. No, it was definitely a frog. <laughs> definitely said frog. So, after this hilarious incident involving a frog being served in a meat jelly and still blinking happened, this story spread in the form of postcards and gifts all over Hungary, which I'm sure led to some jelly laughs. I want a toad gift. Well, you need to go to this festival. I'm totally going to go. So, this Coxonia festival has tons of cute frog-themed plushies and frog-themed shit that you can buy. And I imagine a plethora of meat jellies. That is so good. So it's just like a whole festival around a frog and meat jelly, which I think is fucking amazing. So there you have it. Meat aspect started at the bottom, now it's here at its own festival. But I'd kind of be real happy if it like stayed at the bottom of the bin. Yeah, me too. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. I'd be all right with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Meat jellies. Meat jelly. I mean, Mm-mm-mm. I just, I'm just not okay with any of it. It's just not all right. No, it's really not. And, like, I totally just look up the Coxonia logo in, like, a festival, and it's totally a little frog with a top hat on. Is it really? Yeah, I'll show you after. Cute. So sweet. So cute. But yeah, I don't know. Meat jellies, I just, it's just the texture thing for me, eh? Like, again, for me, it it's just like a cold, like, I don't like. It's part of the same reason I don't like mayonnaise. I don't like the fatty bit on the outside of meat. Yeah. That when it goes cold after you've cooked it, it's just like this just slimy, squidgy. Slightly like chewy rind. rind. Yeah, I know and what you mean. In my mind, that's all that meat aspect is, is just this, like, giant rind. Squishy, fatty rind. Yeah. No, I, no, but I... I feel like it would coat the inside of my mouth. And be quite greasy. Yeah, and be greasy, and I'm just not okay with it. No, it's making me feel icky. <laughs> I feel unclean. I need a bath. I'm unclean! I need a bath. That's so funny. <laughs> So, that's me, Jelly, guys. Yay. It started a long time ago. It's still here. We still eat it. Well, we don't, but people do. People and do. that's okay. But please tell us about it because we're insanely curious. Absolutely. And we can, like, talk about stories and stuff that you guys mentioned to us in episode five. Exciting. Can't wait. And I think episode five, from memory, is about snack foods that involve gelatin. Yeah. Because yeah. I love a fucking snack. We love snacks. Don't know about jelly snack snacks, but we'll find out. <laughs> I mean, I eat some things that are snacks with jelly. You do. Yeah. You do. It's a lot more of a uh, more modern, it'll be a more modern-themed episode, yeah. too, which I'm excited about, because I feel like we've been quite like stuck in that Oh, there's history. some history in there. Yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a mixture. Fun. It's like a, it's like a lolly bag. Exciting. I'm excited. I love candy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're not already... Give us a follow on Instagram or on our new Facebook page because you will see photos of the stuff we've been talking about. We'll put recipes up there, um, all sorts of extras. 
So have a look on there. There's some really cute videos of Jiggle and Jelly. Yes, and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We're currently on pretty much like most of them. Like I think iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. And right? Spotify. And then obviously you can go to our website as well. So um, fun. Yeah, so hop on. Give us those sweet, sweet stars. Tell us what you think. Um, be kind because we're sensitive people. <laughs> we're humans. We're humans. We're meat jellies. Yeah, we are. We, we are sacks of meat jellies. We are sacks of meat. We're sacks of fleshy meat. This got real deep, real fast. Yeah. We're all just walking meat jelly sacks. We are. And we will see you in a couple of weeks where we're going to be snacks. We're walking snacks. Here are snacks. Edible treats. Every one of you. Is a snack. You'll look in a mirror and be like, hey, you look like a snack today. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>